Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Mandy. And we are Drama Bonded, a podcast where we bond over the drama and trauma in the Bachelor multiverse and throughout Western pop culture. Hello, hello. Hi, friend. So we're we're one episode in. We're doing it. We're doing it. Zach's out in the world, finding his love. Being the Bachelor. Well, I guess he technically already found her. Yes, it, this is pre-recorded. But for our world. <laughs> I want Bachelor like they do Big Brother with like 24 seven feeds, <laughs> just free for all in the house, no structure. I would love more footage of the house. Yeah. Like, what are these girls eating? What are they doing all day? Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I agree with that. And speaking of eating, though, you brought over some really good candy uh, for us to try out because we are candy hounds. Um, something that brought Jess and I together um, was not only fitness, but also our deep appreciation for candy. Yeah. Sweets in general, but particularly candy. Sometimes we lift weights and eat candy while we lift weights. <laughs> That's allowed. That is intra carbs for anybody who wants to know. So no judgment. Um, but if one of us finds a new candy at a store that we haven't tried, we usually buy it so that we can try it together. So we thought something that would be fun is to do random candy reviews on this little podcast. Yeah. Um, so Mandy brought over, I wrote it down, and then I don't know what page I wrote it on, high chew infusions. So there's like little juicy pouches in them. I didn't really think they were juicy. Uh, no, they they separated better where the juice was. The, the, the sticky middle part doesn't stay together. So it splits in half and you can chew on both sides of your mouth. Yeah, it kind of feels like, um, what would I compare it to? It almost has the same inside texture as the sweet tart ropes, but a little bit more gooey. Yeah, they were they were good. Yeah, I liked them. I don't know. Anything that's really chewy like that, though, I will just pound until my jaw aches. High chews have a lot of flavor, and I think these have more flavor than a normal high chew. Yeah. I don't know if they're better than a normal high chew. They're different. Yeah. If you see them... And you're feeling like you want to try a high chew, but a little different, then the high chew infusion is probably for you. Yeah, we're here for it. Yeah. Uh, okay. With that out of the way, let's get into this episode. We open, do we open with him, with Zach meeting Sean Lowe? Well, we had the montage um, of Zach kissing all these women oh, yeah. with a song. It might have been from Top Gun. I don't know. There's a very cheesy romance song in the background. Right. Um, and then we kind of see, well, first Jesse's like, you don't think you know Zach, but did you know he was in a band in middle school? Oh, yes. He was also Verzaki, the DJ in college. I can't really picture Zach DJing, but okay. No. I think that's just what rich white kids do. They they say that they DJ, but it's just because they could afford all the equipment and, you know, would show up to places. And then um, we see some footage of the women on Zach's season finding out he's The Bachelor while they're watching um, the live footage of After the Final Rose from their living room. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think I knew it was Zach before they announced it live. So 
I yeah, probably these don't women knew. probably just knew, and they were probably just being excited because you have to be excited if you're going to be on Zach's season. For sure. Although this episode made me realize how unexcitable it would actually be to have to be on The Bachelor. <laughs> In what ways? And having to be up all night. I can't get over that. You guys, there were scenes that they were filming and it's like, oh my God, the sun is coming up. These women have not been able to go to bed. That is a trial for me. My worst nightmare. I just cannot imagine staying up all night trying to make my makeup look good and wearing, you know, what are the most uncomfortable high heels of your life. <laughs> you guys, Jess goes to bed very early. We're kind of opposite in so many ways I'm finding as we work on this podcast project together. But in one way, I'm a night owl and Jess goes to bed early and gets up early. Uh, I used to actually just sleep for like 10 hours. I don't even know if I get up early per se. I just I sleep a lot. Um, so her coming to this realization that if she was hypothetically on The Bachelor, that she wouldn't be expected to stay up all night is probably like the biggest deal breaker for her. Oh, yeah. I could never do it. But then I want to go on Survivor and like, what am I doing there? Sleeping on the sand? I mean, I guess I just, I don't think reality TV is for me. Um, You missed Nick's season, but there's a woman on Nick's season that took naps. Yeah. So you could take naps. I would absolutely be taking naps. I do take naps. Okay. Well, maybe I would survive it. Um. Anyway, I got really lost there in the weeds. What were you talking about before I? It's not important. We can move on. Okay. So we're seeing the montage of Zach kissing all these women. Um, oh, and then Sean Lowe makes an appearance. Yes. I mean. It felt really forced. They were trying to make us feel away. And I mean, I don't know who that is, but it seemed kind of ineffective to me. I could have done without all that. They have brought previous bachelors and bachelorettes on to do this little scene before. One, I don't really understand the value it provides. I think it's more so just an excuse to bring back some Bachelor alum. Yeah. Um, but Sean Lowe, I think, is the only Bachelor that is with the woman that he picked at the end of his season. There are Bachelors that are still with the women that they ended up with, but the women that they ended up with were not the original woman that they picked, if that makes sense. Did Sean Lowe come after Ari? Sean Lowe's before Ari. So I'm saying Ari didn't end up with Becca. Oh, right. Duh. Yeah, he ended up with Lauren. And there was another one who did the same thing, changed his mind and picked a different girl. Mm. So Sean Lowe, um, and please, if I'm wrong, email us and I will correct it. But I'm pretty sure Sean Lowe's the only bachelor with the women that he proposed to at the end. Wild. So, um, you know, Sean is still married. They have kids. I think that Sean definitely caters to the more like conservative and Christian side of Bachelor Nation. Um, and Zach has said in previous interviews that he really looks up to Sean. And so I'm just saying, I think that kind of sets a tone mm -hmm. for where we're headed this season. Yeah. And we already know Zach ended up with his lady. Yeah, he looked real happy. We Very can just call love. it a day. We don't need to watch. It's been fun, Mandy. I was actually trying to remember if on previous seasons that they had announced. Because in the beginning of the episode, he says that he finds his best friend, right? Yeah, and is on the beach, or not on the beach, he's somewhere romantic, supposedly, with a ring in his hand, smiling ear to ear. Yeah, and, you know, the small amount we've heard from Zach on social media is that 
He's very open and public about the fact that he has found his person. And that is a little different. That is. That is very different. It plays into him talking about no drama, which, come on, man. What did you think about him talking about his parents' relationship with Sean? I think it's always a bad idea to hold yourself to the standard of your parents because it goes both ways, right? Like, if your parents got divorced or if your parents have a really great marriage, like, it is ultimately their relationship. And so, I don't know. I always think it's kind of a bad move to... Yeah, also, you know, I'd, while I think it's lovely that your parents are married for 30 years, does that give you a bias towards someone whose parents were divorced? Like, does that make them somehow less compatible to you because they have a different background? Yeah, and also people staying married. I mean, Zach does seem to have really lovely things to say, but like, you never really know what's going on in someone's relationship, so. Yeah, something that he said about his parents' relationship is that um, – they hardly ever fight and that they are the perfect like model of a healthy relationship, I think. Um, which, not saying that fighting promotes a healthy relationship, but... They might just have a good coordination effort of like, don't fight in front of the kids. <laughs> yeah, which is great. great. But also, it's not true that they don't fight. And if that's what Zach gets out of that, then Zach's expectations might be just a tiny bit skewed. Yeah. Um, anyways, I just wanted to bring that up because yeah. I thought it was interesting. That is. Um, so we go, basically, we get, we get a few introductions to some women. We get, um, Bailey, Catherine, Christina, Charity, and Brooklyn, who all get, oh, and Greer. Wait, I have to know, what did you think of Zach's curls? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, selfishly watching that, I was like, I want a montage of me working out leading up to something really cool. <laughs> but his workout wasn't cool. No, he looked really nerdy. <laughs> I love that was your thought, though. Yeah, I was unimpressed by Zach, so I just was thinking about me. <laughs> anyway, sorry, moving on. Uh, oh, and, and, and yeah, so all those women had a little bit of a longer introduction and then we move – oh, excuse me. And Brianna and Katie did too. So there were eight women there. I always find it interesting. Like, did they just pick those eight women because they had the most to say? Did they look good on camera? Were they the least awkward? I don't know. Are those the top eight? That's interesting. I'm I don't know how back they would to pick that. Because there were 30 women. When I think back on it, I don't think there's correlation to, you know, how far in the season they go – or if they even get roses in the first rose ceremony, maybe it's some of the people that production like the most. It very well could be. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we move on to uh, the limo entrances, which are always just weird and awkward. What would you do for your limo entrance? And you don't necessarily have to say verbatim, but would you do something more showy and gimmicky or would you be really flustered and forget your name and just be like, hi, bye and go inside? Yeah, I think my social anxiety kicks in and I just come off as kind of a stuck up asshole. <laughs> Not intentionally, but I'm just so <laughs> nervous. I can't look at people or talk very well. I don't know. It's not. It wouldn't be a good look for me. Just add that I'm, to the list of reasons I shouldn't go on this show, aside from the fact that I'm married, but like minor detail. 
What about you? I think I'm similar. I think I'd be too afraid to do something gimmicky, but I also would want to have something in my head because if I left it like up to being natural, it would be a disaster. Oh, yeah. I kind of respect the women who just bring alcohol and are like, let's do a shot. I could probably do that. <laughs> that. That might be what I do. Let's just drown all this anxiety with liquid courage. Well, that's better than licking him. Yeah, I do. I I feel like that is probably what would end up happening to me is I would go the lecker route and do something incredibly misguided. Do not, you guys, lick someone's ear out of nowhere. Like, don't. Yeah, that was super cringe. I was, like, after it happened, I had to rewind 30 seconds and be like, wait, did she actually lick him? Well, she asked him to bend over, too, which I was like, I guess it's because he's really tall now that I'm talking about it. I'm like, why Why did he have to bend over? But she probably couldn't lick his ear otherwise. And then Zach, like, full-on bent at the waist and, like. Made it even more awkward. Yeah, so Zach's bent over when she <laughs> meant to say, like, kneel down. Or something. And then, yeah, she also leans all the way over but and licks he, his ear. What if when he went down to give her a hug, you know, when you hug someone, I feel like that kind of, because he has to like lower himself a little bit and she has to like reach her hands up more. She should have maybe just done it then. No. 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 Dude, I would punch someone in the face if they like, went in for a hug and then licked my ear. Like that is a that is a boundary violation. It only wasn't because of how awkward it was when she told him to bend over. And <laughs> then she had to bend over. Like it was not sexual at all. No. It but was in the hug, that logistically is the right way to go, but not as a surprise. You would have to ask consent. Yeah. Mid hug, may I lick you? Yeah. I'm going to put my tongue on your ear. Is that okay? There's just no right way to do this. This no. was a bad idea. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that one. Abandon ship. For sure. Um, I really enjoyed Mercedes bringing Henry the pig. Oh, Henry was cute. A little tail wagging. That was fun. An animal. That's what, I'd want to bring my dog. There you go. Yeah. Just be like first, everyone loves dogs. Yeah. Be a real tension breaker inside the house. And you'd be more comfortable with Chewy there. Absolutely. My best bud. You would have to bring Chewy and not Indiana, though. Oh, Indiana's not allowed to go anywhere. Indiana he poops would. in places that are just, ugh. And Indiana might just, like, bite someone. <laughs> that also. He's not a nice dog. He's, he tolerates me, but that's about it. Um, what about you? Anybody in those limo entrances stick out? Um, I thought that Greer immediately had this really – lovely form of confidence that came off really natural and engaging. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have a few female friends that have that similar type of just, they have this aura that just makes you want to be around them. And I felt like Greer immediately had that in her conversation with him. Yeah. Um, like the coffee thing was kind of cheesy, but she made it cute and he totally loved it. So I feel like that was a small gimmicky thing that kind of worked out. Um... Let's see. What else did I like? I hope an intern didn't actually have to get coffee from New York for her, but. I didn't really understand the Catherine M. bus thing. The party bus? Yeah. I don't know. Like she said she was at a bachelorette party. Oh, oh, oh. She was implying that she was already engaged to Zach. And so she just got her bachelorette party out of the way so that she can just go and get married to him now. 
Oh. I didn't think that was that good. But then she used the bus later. So at least she used it as a tool to get time with him. Yes. Did you notice when all those women piled in, there was another group of women just standing outside the bus with their arms folded, staring at the bus? Oh, my gosh, no. Yeah. And then as soon as the women got on the bus, I was like, no, this is not good. This is just like a weird group hangout, and you're not going to get one-on-one time with him. Yeah, bad move. Also, that yeah, that would be that would be fine for the women because I can party on a bus with pretty much anybody, woman-wise, I guess. But Zach, what's Zach going to do? Just sit there? Abandon ship again. Yeah, get out of there. Run. <laughs> um, speaking of abandoning ship, uh, what was Madison's? Oh, Oofta. Oofta. Yeah. Oofta. Wait, was that in her? Yeah, that was in her limo entrance. Yeah, when she was saying she was from North Dakota. Yeah. Poor Madison really had a rough go of this. Oofta. Oofta. Including that. Um, other, let's see. Some of, some of my other notes. Oh, I really liked Catherine's SPF me. Oh, yeah. But I felt like the execution was a little off because wouldn't it have been smarter for her to bring like rubbable sunscreen and have him like rub it on her shoulders or something instead of she- spraying <laughs> him just spritzing her perfectly makeup face? Yeah. I was like, no. Oh, no. And also, what if it gets in her eye? I don't know. I I thought the SPF me was funny, but I also thought the whole thing was not thought through. <laughs> she probably just worked with what she had. That's fair. Um Yeah. Yeah. Katie's dick joke. Katie's dick joke. Yeah. Katie Katie and Zach had some chemistry. They did. I think maybe I have a theory that maybe she had two things going on, and if she felt it with him, she was going to give that joke, and if she didn't, she was going to do something a little different, and like, as evident by their makeout later, I think, yeah, I think there's some chemistry there. I like Katie. I did not like the everything's big in Texas reference. I'm sorry, but first impression, and you comment on his dick size. Well, he's 6'4". Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. I guess. I Maybe she was just talking about how tall he is. Maybe and we're just she like about dicks. She like raised his arms and gave him like the up down. I don't know. Well, he's six four and with his arms in the air, <laughs> like he just don't care. Like is just as playing devil's advocate right now. <laughs> I don't mean to. I'm just thinking that through. I also took it as a dick joke. But as we're talking it out, no, my brain is just now Zach, working through. I don't this. think Zach took it as a dick joke. No, he probably would have turned bright red. I, hmm. So maybe you're right. Maybe I'm just being dirty and inappropriate. Maybe. I don't know. I also took it that way. Um, We kind of glossed over it. We were going to talk about who we thought was best dressed. I love that idea. Um, Who would your pick be? I have a couple. I do too. And I've got them for different reasons. Brianna rolling out in that red dress covered in roses. My eyeballs know an expensive thing when they see it. And so for me, that dress has to go on my list because that was a gorgeous dress. That was like a bell dress. Yeah. I looked it up online. It also comes in blush. Wow. Yeah. The red was a statement, though. Like 10-year-old Mandy would have thought she was a real-life princess. Absolutely. No, that dress is absolutely... Stunning. And not to say that all the women didn't look great, but I think there's kind of a 
I always look at those dresses as like you had said earlier when we were talking, they're very pageanty. And I have a hard time looking at them as anything other than like a two to five hundred dollar gown that Yeah, it's is like a hard, an adult hard prom dress. Yeah. Yes. An adult prom dress is very apt. So I just largely not yeah, super hers fan. was a gown. A real gown. Like we're walking carpets gown. Yeah, she looked magical. She did. Um, Genevieve had a pink art deco. The high neck. The high neck. One, I love the color. The dress is beautiful. And shout out, she got that on Lulu's for $99. And Get it, Genevieve. <laughs> yeah, like that's the right amount to spend on a dress that you're probably never going to wear again for a very big event. I respect it. Same. And it was beautiful and she looks stunning. So she's on there. And my girl, my ear licking girl, Lekka. <laughs> I'm a little mad that they didn't show more of her dress, but she was wearing this beautiful olive green. It almost looked like satin silk. I don't know, but it wasn't shiny. It fit her really well. I thought she just looked absolutely stunning in it, and the green was phenomenal. And for me, shout out to every woman not wearing silver, gold, or white because Fair. I love color, and there were some colorful dresses. Uh, yeah, a lot of bright colors. A lot of bright colors. I would be remiss if I didn't say... Christina M's dress is probably my little shiny eyes were like, oh my God, I would wear that. <laughs> the pink. The pink. What about you? Um, and Christina M was also super cool about the other girl wearing the same dress as her, which I feel like, you know, sometimes women can oh, not yeah. handle those situations very well. But I loved her little joke about, you know, oh, she has good taste in men and dresses. Yeah. Um, my favorite dresses of the evening would have to be I really liked Catherine's dress it was a dark red um off the shoulder kind of like sexy gauzy I don't know I just thought it was stunning um and then my other shout out is for Anastasia as soon as she got out and I realized she was wearing pants pants hell yeah also if I can really quick I want to say that there were like Three, maybe four women who had shorter hair and it appeared to be their real hair. Also a big, big fan of that. Yeah. That's pretty cool to see. It's nice to watch these women break out a little bit. I mean, shoulder length hair isn't short. And wearing a pantsuit it shouldn't is be rev- Bachelor. It is. <laughs> anyway. Yes, but I was thrilled to see pants. Yeah, that is really exciting. It doesn't have to be an, an adult prom dress, guys. Yeah. She had, yeah, she looked really good sophisticated so um Greer obviously got the first impression rose um as soon as he talked with her just the way that they were engaging I I knew it I was like she's getting the first impression rose which was so interesting because Greer honestly wasn't really on my radar with the bios and the investigating I did before the season started and man she just showed up and took over yeah she really swooped in there what did you think? Um, Greer did not stick out as much to me as Katie did, but clearly I misread the room because Greer got the first impression rose. So I don't know. I think he had a really good connection with Katie too. Yeah. He was a canoodler, man. He was lots of kisses. He didn't Ari get shit for being the kissing bandit. Like Zach made out with so many women that night. Wait, we have to go back and talk about Bailey's limo entrance. Oh, yeah. 
Because so when um, Zach first met Bailey, it was on the live show. She was one of the first five contestants that he met in person. And the way he she introduced herself was she said, this is how you're going to remember my name on the daily. Think of Bailey. And then at the end, Jesse was like, so do you remember everyone's names? It, but like the end, we mean like, I don't know, 45 to 45 seconds to a minute later. Right. And I do feel bad for Zach for being put on the spot because I probably wouldn't have remembered. I would have blacked so out. So I'm not critiquing Zach for not remembering. But his little, <laughs> I think he said every morning on the Balin or something. Yeah. He tried to like morning. Braylon, like he just didn't know it what he was, was doing. It was it was really bad. You should probably just be like, oh shit, I forgot. Um, so she showed up um out of the limo with a name tag saying, Hello, my name is Bailey, which I thought was very clever. Very cute. Like way to lean into that awkwardness. And he, I think, obviously remembered her and felt bad. And he leaned in and kissed her. And I I thought that that was cute. I will say that the kiss seemed a little it was just like awkwardly executed, like the lean in and she was surprised by it. But I thought it was cute. I liked it. I felt like. And she got the first kiss of the night. Yeah, she did. She really did. I don't know. And he kissed her. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how often in the entrances the lead has like initiated a kiss. Yeah, so. see, I, my little senses are tingling. I think she's going to do well. Interesting. Okay, back to the kisses. Yeah, lots of kisses happened. I start, so I was many trying, kisses. I was writing them down, and then I started losing count, so I stopped writing That's a really down. good idea. I didn't even think to do that. There's just The first episode always just feels difficult to watch because there's gaggles of women. It's a blur. Everybody is drunk, maybe. They're tired, like having a hard time. And so it's just it's hard to watch. One of the things I wanted to ask you – because there were multiple times Zach was making out with a woman and other women were like, eyes glued. <laughs> Would you watch a man you were interested in make out with another woman? In the beginning, yes. Yeah, if, but it would probably get harder yeah, as the, the time went if on. If I started falling in love with him, mm-mm. Yeah, first night, no problem. Because in the beginning, you're trying to get information, right? You're sizing up your competition. You're like... I'm, you don't want to be a dummy and not know what's going on. For sure. Who okay. is he making connections with? Oh, you're bold. <laughs> I, I respect that, but I think I couldn't know. I think I would, I think for me, that would turn it more into a competition in a game than it would be like actually finding love. It would just be like, okay, what can I sniff out here? But I mean, the setting kind of creates an, a competitive environment. So even though it shouldn't necessarily be a competition, like you got to play the game. It's true. Um, I thought it was funny when one of the girls was kissing Zach and a group of women were watching and someone said, who is he kissing? And another girl was like, you know, it's that one girl. <laughs> I was like, there are 30 of 30 you. women. Nobody knows who you're talking about. Yeah. Throw out a dress color, uh, anything, an entrance. You know, <laughs> that one girl. One of 30. Um, well, who would your first impression, Rose, go to? That's such a good question. Man. 
Katie. Maybe I have a crush on Katie. I think that's the problem. I'm in love with Katie now, so that's why she's this just is why showing she up. Was defending the dick joke. Yeah, I, I actually wasn't. I I don't know. I'm just teasing you. I think the implication was there, but then it could also be like a double double entendre. I don't know where it's like also about his height. I also heard dick joke. Um, I like Katie too. Okay, she would get my first impression. What about you? Hmm. I'm gonna go with Catherine. Just because I liked her SBF joke entrance and I was super into her dress. And her and Zach had pretty good chemistry. And I'm not basing my first impression on if Zach liked her or not. I just thought, man, she's pretty and I like her vibe. Yeah, that's clearly what I also picked Katie off of. Yeah, I'm acting like I'm the bachelor. I'm into Katie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm into Catherine. Uh, What about your worst impression? Oof. Um... Well, the obvious answer is Madison, um, but I also was not super into Kat. Oh. And Kat was obviously a producer pick as like the last rose. Yeah. It was a toss up for me. Madison, I feel bad for Madison. That's too much champagne and being really tired. And like that to me is just like, girl, go home, take a nap. This is going to feel really bad for a few weeks, but you're going to laugh about this with your friends later. Maybe I think she'll laugh about it in a couple of years. I feel like that would take some time to heal from, you know? Well, yeah. I don't know. It was pretty bad. Was and it the that thing bad? is, is nobody you have to wonder, was she approach reapproaching him again um on her own? Or was were producers telling her, like, yeah, you should definitely go talk to him again? You know? It's hard to know. It's hard to know. I just I probably see some of myself in Madison, so bummer time. I feel for her, but I actually am with you. Um, cat with the meatballs. Oh, gosh. I don't really view myself as somebody who gets squeamish or have aversions to that sort of thing, but watching somebody push meatballs with fake nails into somebody else's mouth just kind of did me in. I, it was all over for me, and I could not look at her the same again, and I don't know how Zach could look at her the same again, like either of them. I wouldn't want but to see somebody I'm into meatballs? doing that. Is it because she's New York and Italian? Is that what it was? Why meatballs? Of all the things to, you know, try to max out your mouth with, the normal game Chubby Bunny is played with, like, large marshmallows, I've which is just kind of hilarious. Double bubble. Okay. That's also funny. Yeah. But meatballs, like a mouthful of meat and the nail thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't know that that was something that would really upset me, but it is. I, I don't know. I sometimes can't even get an egg down my throat without like wanting to throw it back up. So if somebody was like, we're going to shove a bunch of meat in our mouth, I think I would have to tap out and just be like, you're not the person for me. <laughs> Jess is like, you know, it's been great, but I think I'm going to have to end it here. Yeah, this is, thank you for your time. I'll lock you out. You really were yourself. I thank you for that, but. <laughs> you're not for me. I'm I'm not for you. <laughs> yeah. So worst impression, cat. Sorry, man. And not even Trump's still ear licking. Yeah, I would say cat or Madison. Madison was just messy, and I, you know, she definitely was probably just drunk, um, and in a, in in a very vulnerable, insecure place. But I think that the, that the thing that's surprising to me is if I was in a very insecure. Um, place I would have probably just like hid in the mansion you know what I mean oh yeah I'm like okay I'm done for tonight wake me up tomorrow 
Yeah, I would be asleep just like out on the couch. Like, yeah, I, like someone, the rose ceremony would be starting and people would be like, where's Mandy? Oh, she's like asleep behind the couch. We'll see what happens. Wake her up in the morning. She'll leave. Yeah. Um, I had some other just like impressions from the episode, which one of them was, I don't know why Jesse and Zach don't wear coordinating suits. Zach being in Navy and Jesse being in black felt like a really missed opportunity to me. Like, why not put those men in like some good jewel tones? I'm here for it. Come on. You have the budget for it. Dress these guys better. And they look snazzy, but like that's a good way to add pizzazz to an episode. Men in good, colorful suits. I really hope we don't get Zach wearing a lot of blazers over sweaters, sweatshirts, like hoodies. Yeah. Or the zipper that Clayton would do. Yeah. yeah. Basically, don't be Clayton. Please. Well, on multiple levels, but especially fashion. Yeah. Show us some good man, male fashion. Um, yeah, that actually might be, oh, the other thing that I wanted to say, I know we're like, we're getting to the, to the rose ceremony, Jesse and Zach tangent, sorry. Um, Zach threw some shade at Rachel. Oh yeah. After he sent Madison home. Couple times. Oh, for sure. And he said, I didn't get that honesty and clarity I needed and I'm going about this different. And I think this whole time he's really been implying that, like, Rachel did him dirty. And I have a theory, and it is just a theory, but I think they talked politics in that fantasy suite and that things did not go well. Interesting. And Zach didn't take it well. You know what's funny is I think a lot of times the leads end up talking about their previous experience, which is understandable. You know, you're kind of repeating the experience. Um you're carrying a lot of that with you, basing a lot of decisions off of those experiences. But I also think that people don't understand how hard it is being the lead. Mm -hmm. And so they end up, well, and, you know, they start developing relationships and talking about it less. But I also think they get an understanding of what, you know, their lead went through. And hopefully they're able to empathize so a little bit more So maybe by the end of the season, he'll... Yeah, I hope I hope Zach turns that around because he sounds just a tiny bit bitter. And I mean, I I mean, I know I know that you know that I was not a Rachel fan, and I called it as soon as like the fantasy suite was over. I was like, she was. I'm sorry. I think Rachel was gaslighting Zach. You think she just was fully leading him on? I think that she knew she wasn't going to pick him, and so she was trying to make him doubt if he was ready. And so, I mean, I don't want to use gaslighting lightly, but I did think it was a really rapid turn of, like, they were great, they had a good time on their date, and then all of a sudden, everything just shifted, like, 180. So, I'm just not a big Rachel fan. That being said, I don't think Rachel, like, I think Rachel was not set up to succeed in her season. Right. I don't think production supported her. I think that the whole Gabby element made her really insecure. And, you know, I'm not blaming Rachel, but I'm just saying I don't think Rachel handled the situation with Zach with Grace. So is Zach justified in throwing some some shade that way? If you go through a breakup, you're going to throw shade. That's fair. 
This is why you don't want to go on a breakup or through a breakup on, on national, national television, television right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like should Zach have, you know, publicly questioned Rachel's character and all of that. That could be a whole different podcast, but you know, I think it. We hear Rachel and Gabby like shit talk Clayton. It's kind of just a natural progression of the show for these people to come into being lead, still having that chip on their shoulder. Actually, to be fair, I didn't like that they were still getting onto Clayton for that. So I think I'm going to go on the side of I don't think Zach should be doing it. But wow, okay. Well, I'm not saying he should. I'm just saying no, no, no. I hear what you're saying. Surprises me, right? It's kind of status quo. That makes sense, and I appreciate you bringing in that reference of like other people have done this. It solidified how I feel about it. Yeah, it's not a good look, but am I surprised? No. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Um, so we make it through the first row ceremony. And who do you think are going to be Zach's top four? Oh, yeah. Jess and I are picking our top four. And these are the women we think are going to go the farthest in the season. Um, I, I'm really scared because I don't think my list is very good. Do you want me to go first? Um, I'll rip the band-aid off. Okay, do it. Okay. Yeah, I had a hard time with this too. I think Charity, Katie, apparently the second love of my life, Gabby, and Bailey. That's a good list. Yeah, I feel- Gabby's on your list? Gabby is on my list. I, I thought know, she was so cute. I thought so too. I want to date Gabby. <laughs> she was really cute. I think she has potential to really be somebody that Zach could get along with. Like they both seem kind of the right level of nerdy, but not in a cool nerdy way. Just like they don't quite realize it, but it's it's cute because it works. I love that you put Gabby on your list. I'm surprised and delighted. Really? <laughs> Because I, I really liked Gabby. Okay, okay. I'm excited. We didn't we didn't read each other's lists. We wanted this to- This was a surprise. Yeah. I put Katie. Oh, yeah. Freer. Uh, yep. Bailey. Okay. And my last one from left field, Ariel. Ariel. I can't even like drum up an image of Ariel in my head. Well, one of the previews, he like specifically says Ariel's name. Oh, I have a note here. So Ariel was second to get out of the, the the limo, and she said her dress ripped. So my question is, is that her original dress? Oh, good question. I just thought her limo entrance, she was very serious. Mm-hmm. She like said all this shit she went through. She's like, but I'm still here, and I hope to talk to you inside. And she basically peaced out. And he was like, wow, she's a babe. That's right. I was just like, whoa, what just happened? And then we didn't see her the rest of the episode. We did not. That happens sometimes, though. Like, those people just get buried in the back, and then they, like, wiggle their way out, like, episode, you know, three or four. And you're like, oh, my God, there's this person. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. She's definitely my dark horse. But I tend to use the Bachelor previews as, like, much as possible to, you know, guess what's going to happen in the season. So, you know, it's like, ooh, who's he kissing? Whose hair is that? Where are they? Are they in Europe? You know? Because, you know, if if they're traveling, it's probably later in the season. I don't know. Well, I'm just taking this all in because you (laughs) kick my ass every season in our batch bracket. And I think all I needed to do was get you to confess the secret was drink a little bit of wine, have some candy, (laughs) and do a podcast with me. And wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. 
you guys, I am coming in first this season. But also, I have others. <laughs> I have other hidden secrets, Jess. No, I think that's it. Okay. We'll see. Time will tell. The problem is, is I'm basing this entirely off of the season, like the 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 whole season preview. You know what I mean? Like this season on The Bachelor, and it's basically just Zach kissing a bunch of women. Do you think they're giving Zach more like of a movie edit because he's really into Top Gun? Because I thought it was really wild that like sneak peek. And what was the other thing that they coming up was like huge on the screen and like block letters. And it, oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. I had to rewind it to make sure that I actually saw it because I was like, I could have just made that up and I didn't. It's weird. I said, what was up with that huge ass coming <laughs> up sneak peek? Well, now I wish I saw it. Um, I don't know. I think that they're just Especially trying- with that good soundtrack at the beginning. Yeah. Is he that into Top Gun? I know he said he just mastered the Top Gun high five, but he also wants to be Spider-Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll see how this plays out. I'm paying attention. What Is if their the intro theme? music had been Spider-Man, Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That would have been pretty good. That would have won me over. I would be, that would be my favorite season of The Bachelor ever if they had done that. That's commitment. <laughs> They need to bring more humor into it. The thing is, is all of the the scenes that they show in the credits, they're always so great. And I'm like, why aren't we getting more content like this throughout the episode? Yeah. We want to like these people and relate to them. Like, show us what they're doing and like how they're occupying their time yeah, in more, stupid ways. More time getting to know the people outside of their relationship with Zach would be really interesting. Because I think the women are probably more interesting than Zach. Oh, yeah. No question. Yeah. Well. Oh, we are going to end it by. Oh, yeah. So um, each episode, we are going to end our podcast with a drama rating. And this is on a scale. And the scale could change. We haven't quite ironed out what this looks like. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Um, but for right now, the drama rating scale is 10 is the most dramatic, 10 being Ari leaving Becca to be with Lauren. Or a producer jumping off of a balcony because he was canoodling with a contestant and was about to get caught. Okay, those are both really good 10s. So that's a 10. And a 1 being like a crab on the beach of Mexico. Yeah, those those tend to cause a little bit of a stir, but it passes fast. (laughs) So my personal drama rating for this episode is going to be a 3. A 3? Yeah. How would you quantify a three? Just because of how messy Madison got. Um, I guess in Bachelor drama ratings, I would give it like a, you know, someone going on a date with someone in paradise and not talking to them the next morning at breakfast. Yeah. Like kind of expected. But not a good look and kind of hard to watch. But cringy. Yeah. I would say for me, the drama was really tame, like maybe a bug in someone's face. (laughs) Also on the beach of Mexico. You guys, I'm telling you, Bachelor in Paradise, this is what we're really waiting for to come back. But for me, that's like a two. I just felt like it was really ho-hum. All right. That's our drama rating. Um, We wanted to also end this episode just with a couple shout outs. Yeah. Uh, Huge, huge, huge thank you to 
um, Appy and Julia and Eric and Lindsay for not only listening to the episode, but telling us they listened to it, giving us some feedback. Lindsay was incredible and sent us a several, well, two emails um, engaging with the episode and like, ah, And ideas that it. we're so excited about. And um, yeah, we're so grateful for anyone who's listened. And please reach out via email if you have any thoughts or feedback or ideas. And also, we would just love to know if you enjoyed it and you like, I guess that tells us that you're listening. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. But um, if we don't hear from you, that's also fine. Yeah, we'll, we appreciate you either way. Absolutely. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Drama Bonded is produced and hosted by Jessica Brumba and Mandy Booth. Our production manager and editor is Solomon Brumba. Our theme music is by Joe Waters. You can find more of his music streaming on the EP Jupiter Daywatch. Music vocals by Mandy Booth. Graphic designer is Pigeon House.